What up, Eagle Talk fam? It's Rosemary. And your boy, Corey Lewis. Not too long ago, we left everything familiar in our hometown of Chicago and relocated to Dallas. Since then, we've grown a seven-figure real estate business. And more importantly, a life that we absolutely love. Like many of you, we have been on the lonely side of building a business. And we know exactly how whack that can be. We also know success leaves clues, and that is why we created this space just for you. You don't have to go on this entrepreneurial journey alone. We got you. Let's Eagle Top. What up, Eagles? Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? Y'all, today we are ready to talk about how to level up your mindset. Let's go. And listen, this is definitely a topic that I think it can feel overrated, right? I think that sometimes we can talk mindset and people can discount the importance of having a positive mindset or having an ambitious mindset or whatever words you want to use to describe it. Mm -hmm. But mindset is everything in life and it definitely shows up in entrepreneurship. So we're going to talk about that a bit today. Yeah. So we're talking about the power of the mind. Um, I recently heard a stat Mm -hmm. and the stat was 95% of people operate from memory and history. Mm. 5% operate from vision and imagination. Okay. So I want to talk about the vision and imagination. We're going to be in a 5% talk today. Okay. We're going to be in a 5%, but we have to recognize though, Mm -hmm. because you said if 95% operate from history History and and memory. memory, Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, I don't think that we can step over that because what that means is that the majority of us, Mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. or majority of the time, we are, um, we are products of what we have repeatedly done. Familiar. Okay. What becomes familiar. Mm -hmm. So I think history and memory does not serve you well if your history is not being thinking thinking about things optimistically or your memory is always recalling shoulda coulda woulda's mm-hmm. what will go wrong yeah but if we're training or as we're training our mindset then what our memory recalls and what our history is going to give us are different experiences so yeah. i think that we definitely have to touch on that okay so um they were also talking about people right they were talking about like just people in, in your lives and your friends so let's let's touch on it here because i have an example from the barber college okay I remember when I was there every day, <clears throat> you know, it was in a city in Joliet, Illinois. Most people knew each other, grew up with each other, went to school with each other. And their conversation was always about things that happened. Mm. The party they went to, things that happened in high school, things that, you know, just just different things they went through as a, as a group or a community. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about if those are the conversations you want to be in the conversations with people that are talking about what they're doing and where they're going. Right. Right. So let's, let's, let's hit the 95%, but I definitely want to concentrate on what we're doing and where we're going. Yeah. Because what we end up want, what we want to do is we want to flip that, right? We want the majority of our conversations to be optimistic where we're going. And it really does come down to what your mindset is. Here is what happened to me, Corey, is that I did not realize how negative my mindset was. Mm. And I and because you're in situations, I think that it's very natural. You know, Corey and I grew up 
in Chicago, South Side. Um, and just even from a, a small age, I remember my mama being on the phone gossiping, mm-hmm. you know, and I would love to hear it. Like, I, I want to be yeah, in the room. You gotta <laughs> I want to hear exactly what's yeah, happening, right? Yeah. And no shade to my mom or anybody else. I think most of us was like that. Most probably. of us was like yeah. that. Like, right? Because bad news travels fast. Yeah. And that's like, that's what's juicy. Our um, our podcast director, Glennis, he always tells Corey and I, like, if y'all fight on Eagle Talk one time, <laughs> if, if we have one scandal, right. then it's going to go all the way up. Because right. the reality is that most people are attracted to the juicy story, yeah. right? Yeah. And as a result, and you kind of lean, like if you're attracted to the juicy story, you kind of lean to the negative or the drama side of things. Yeah. And even something that shouldn't be dramaful will become dramaful. And I literally remember it was like in my early 20s. I think it was right after we got married. I just started noticing that like I was kind of a complainer. Well, you probably knew real good. No, I never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a complainer. I was, you know, a, you saw the glass half full instead of half empty. And I'm not even like, let's not just talk about business, right? Mm-hmm. It's just you get to your favorite restaurant. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they got away. Right. You know, like everything was like a huh. Yeah. And I remember I read a book because I went to work out. This was when your brother was a personal trainer mm-hmm. and he had a book called who will cry when you die yeah. sitting on um, the treadmill when you warmed up and he was working with this guy, Darren Steen, Darren rest in peace. I'm mm-hmm. um, gone way too, soon. way too soon. And Darren was one of the first like positive people. And honestly, positive people kind of got on my nerves. Yeah. Right. Cause it was like, like what are you so happy about? What are you so happy about? Yeah, like yeah. this cannot be all that ambitious all the time. So anywho, um, they had that book, Who Will Cry When You Die? And I, I read a chapter and then I ended up ordering it. And it yeah. was right around the time the book, Who Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, came out too. Mm-hmm. And I made a conscious decision because what the book did was it challenged me. And this was long before entrepreneurship. It just challenged me about how I was thinking about life. Yeah. And what I realized, and I didn't realize it until I challenged myself, is that I was really bringing a negative connotation to every situation, mm-hmm. um, which in turn, that's how I responded to it. That's how I approached things. And I made the very conscious decision. You know what? I'm done being negative. Yeah, I remember and, that. I remember, you remember when that? you said that. Yeah. I was like, I'm done being negative. But it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was much harder to choose positivity um, then to just be sucked into, and not that you were around deadbeat people, but you know, not to be sucked into those, those conversations that were not uplifting and not going anywhere. Yeah. Like you saying, yeah. um, but that was the very first step for me, just really understanding, you know, how polluted our minds can be. Yeah. And if our mind is full of pollution, then it's going to be impossible for us to grow. And a lot of people, a lot of marriages, a lot of entrepreneurs, I just think that a lot of folks, grown folks, little folks don't even realize just how negative they think about things until you remove yourself from that situation. I want to I want to quote you there. The pollution does not let you let you grow. Yeah. Like that's that's really powerful when you think about it, because I think um it's, it's kind of like you're saying, right? You you don't understand how negative you are, but I think from my experience, you also don't realize how your energy or the negativity 
can be surrounded by the people that you're around. Yeah. Right. And how it influences. Like you don't realize how it, it takes for you. I'll, I'll give you a great example. Okay. I was doing E2M Fitness, right? Mm -hmm. E2M is good. It's just I, I switched it up a little bit. I needed okay. something a little more flexible. But what I noticed with E2M is that um, you don't eat dairy, mm. right? That's part of the program. You don't eat dairy. So I essentially eliminated dairy from my life. When I tried to introduce it back in my life, I started having side effects. And it was very apparent to anybody who walked past me. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that I must be lactose intolerant, right? Right, right? But it wasn't until I removed that from my life mm -hmm. and then tried to add it back in that I saw, oh no, I really cannot tolerate that. Mm -hmm. And the same thing happens when you... Um, oh so, man, I see where you're going. You see what I'm going? Oh. So the same thing happens when you remove yourself or when you mm -hmm. make a decision, like I'm going to start thinking differently. I'm going to start being differently. Things that didn't irritate you, conversations that mm -hmm. you not only that didn't bother you, that you used to participate in, you're going to develop an allergy for that thing. And it's not going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be too hard for you to assimilate. So as much as I really want to love ice cream and cheese, I went and I got me some non-dairy creamer, yeah. you know, some non-dairy alternatives. I ate my turkey burger yesterday without a, a piece of cheese on it mm -hmm. because my body is telling me that I can't tolerate it. So if you are a person that is moving from one state of thinking to a new state of thinking, don't be surprised when your tolerance is changing. You um let me give you your flowers. Okay. Because the the correlation between the two <laughs> you definitely are learning a lot in the class of telling the story. Oh, listen. So that was okay. great. That was really, really good. That was good. All right. So I want to talk about um the confidence that you have to have to be in that five percent. Okay. Um, I am shout out to Kim. Kim is here. We are currently reading, um, listening to the Bible, the Bible recap. Yep. And I started First Samuel yesterday, mm -hmm. which is your favorite book. Because David, the story I love of David, David, right? And, and I'm and I'm I'm kind of excited to get into it because I I know the story, of course, but I know that that's your favorite story. But just having the discipline and the confidence that he had, right? Where am I going with it? I'm going with, you have to know that you're chosen. You yeah. have to know that, that, that you are different. Uh, it's going to be, I had a conversation with Corey last night. It's going to take a certain amount of discipline uh, and self-awareness, right? To, to take it to where you, where you want to go. So mm -hmm. now we're talking uh, the vision and the imagination, yeah. right? Um and that's that's not easy to do. It's not easy. Not only is it not easy to do, it's work. Would you say? It, I, I absolutely think that it's work. And, you know, I'm thinking of a quote from one of my like, I just want to back up a little bit, y'all, okay. because when I got into entrepreneurship, so, you know, I decided that I was going to be positive. Mm -hmm. Like it's one thing to which decide, is work. Yeah, which is work. Yeah. But it's a whole other thing to decide what you're saying. It's kind of like, you know what? I, I'm called and because I'm called, I'm going to show up. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what entrepreneurship, when I first got into real estate, it just really showed me like I had a positive outlook on life, mm -hmm. but not necessarily an abundance mindset Yeah, and not an abundance mindset when it came to self, what I was capable of, or even what I wasn't capable of, but what God was calling me to. And we just going to do anyway. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking of the R. Williams quote where it says, 
Um, he says, in order to be successful at anything, first you have to feel good about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Before I could start making money in real estate, because I know that this is an entrepreneur centered podcast. And at the end of the day, you know, we are not looking to um, develop entrepreneurs who are not even making as much as you could have on your nine to five job. Right? right. Right. We want it to be something that fulfills you, but also something that, you know, is is a is a tool, a, a way for you to begin to create generational wealth. Mm-hmm. Um it was real hard for me to make money in real estate without first believing that I had the sauce. Mm. Right. And what that looked like, like I had to train myself to not only like, that's when I really did a deep dive in the Bible and, and got very clear on what my quiet time needs to look like. Cause I need to understand who God was to even begin to try to understand who I was. Yeah. Right. But then outside of that, or in addition to that, I also needed to just have different things, whether that was books, audio, podcasts, just different things that opened up my mindset and and helped me to understand what is possible. Okay. And if you are not open to what's possible, like when I was a school teacher, I did not think I'm not even going to go huge. I did not think getting my nails done on a Tuesday at two was possible, (laughs) you know, like, like something like that. I just couldn't see how it would work out. But when you start to expand and see, there is a whole different world. And the beautiful thing about God in the world is that you think it's like, you think you at the end of Mario Supercard, but it's one more level, Uh right? It's one more level. And that's not to say that you have to go to that level, but at least opening your mind to say what's possible. But what happens to a lot of us and a lot of us in entrepreneurship, we're going to talk about it a little more in the next episode, one of the next ones coming up, is we get stuck in a rat race. Mm -hmm. We get stuck in what we think that we are capable of doing, what we have seen. We're not doing things to exercise that muscle memory. Uh, we're, We're not doing the things that will grow our mindset. And then we hit a wall and we get stuck. And it honestly comes down to what we think we're capable of doing. Yeah, I was looking at this car and we were talking about um, just building the confidence and the resilience. And that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, what we're capable of doing, which is why actually I brought up um, the story of David because, and, and not going back there, but that's just really, really interesting to me to have that that resilience, right? Um, I think too that when we're talking about resilience and mindset and what we're capable of, that we need to show up. We need to have some ownership in it. Oh yeah. Right? And and that's not sometimes. That's all the time. That's all the time. Again, it's going to be some work. It's going to um, be some work. Exactly what you're saying about the whole showing up. It's what we were talking about in episode number 98, how to get anything that you want in business. Y'all need to check it out because it's consistency, right? Anything that we want to achieve in life we want to we want to microwave our success. We want to mm-hmm. microwave our mindset, mm-hmm. but it is the consistent actions what we do day in and day out. Because the reality, Corey, is that I know you just want to be like, oh, the five percent, but the reality is that ninety five percent is going to take over. But 
It's mm-hmm. what we what are we building in that ninety five percent? Yeah, right. Yeah, is my memory and my what is it? Memory and uh, you talking about the the ninety five percent? The ninety five percent is your memory and your history. Memory and history, right? So if my memory and history is me watching Netflix, me watching drama, me participating in foolishness, then that's what I'm gonna recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if my if my ninety five percent is me building my mindset, me questioning, me me journaling, me masterminding, me putting myself in rooms of big thinkers and big doers, then when I do fall into the majority, my it's it's still gonna look different yeah. right like my the experience that i have looks complete my son and blue ivy's experience they look totally different <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. right blue ivy can tap into her 95 percent all day long right but i need to be cognizant of what are we building with our son's 95 percent yeah it's funny you said that i got my haircut this morning and um i was okay, talking okay, okay you look good thank you Ooh. uh i was talking to rob and again rob uh Two and a half years ago was cutting hair in his apartment. Now exactly. he had high level clients, but he was in his apartment. And um he was I was telling him, you know, I'm on the book for next week, better go out of town, whatever. He was like, Man, it's crazy because every week, you know, when I check my schedule on Monday, I'm just booked up. I have no openings. I, I literally have no openings all from Tuesday through Saturday. And he's like, I don't know how that happened. I said, I know how that happened. Right. You know, you was you was consistent. Yep. You, you continue to push your brand. You continue to put in the work. Um, so that's what you're saying about the showing up and, and the the consistency piece. Um, you said Blue Ivy. That's funny. Yeah, Blue <laughs> Ivy definitely has a different experience. You know what I'm saying? Like her 95. percent I'm, I'm assuming. Like I'm from the outside looking in. Blue Ivy. It looked like your 95 percent popping. That is funny. But no. So so I'm thinking about him because we just had this this conversation. I want to talk about real quick uh, overcoming the limiting belief. Okay, so that's what we. I, I'm happy you're going there because we want to come up with like some tangible things. So someone is listening and they're saying, you know what? I get it, but it all sounds like fluff to me, yeah. right? Yeah. So how do I truly, truly level up my mindset? So what would you say about overcoming limiting beliefs? I think information. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I would start. I, w- I would start at gaining as much information and seeing um, how and what other people are doing. I yeah. know that sounds, you know, a grammar school answer. But it is what it is. It's out there for you and it's in your face and you it's, it's a tangible asset that you don't have to wonder. You can literally see what's happening in somebody's life. Get the information on what they did and implement pieces of that into your situation. I completely agree. And I mean, <laughs> I just thought about the most random thing. But uh, I remember one time I was in none bun cakes, right? None bun cakes. None bun cakes. And I was in there ordering whatever I was ordering. And the guy in front of me ordered the little buntlet and he was like extra cream cheese. And I was like, wait, what? They put they will put and the lady <laughs> opened it up and put extra cream cheese. Leveled up my whole number right. cake experience, right? So right. to your point, even though that was small, that information that I got, like I have not had a plain cream cheese bunt cake since that day, yeah. if I'm going to have them, yeah. because now I know what's available. So when you say information, sometimes we have to challenge our limiting beliefs. And it can be as small as, you know, but we always go eat at Chili's because they got the best steak. Mm -hmm. But do you know they got the best steak? Have you even tried the steak at Outback, right? (laughs) Have you even gone for, like, like, have you gone to Ruth Chris? You think Ruth Chris expensive, but maybe you and your boo, maybe y'all just need to go one time and split the steak, right? Um, Just so you can expose yourself Mm -hmm. to a different way of doing things. And I cannot tell you how often 
how many times we cut ourselves off because we're not willing to try. Yeah. And the biggest thing is that, if, and that's what we say, do it scared. If you try something and hate it, you never have to do it again. Right, right, right. You know, but you might try it and love it. And now you have opened up, like you've opened up a part of your world that was closed off. So if you, like, instead of saying, I can never write a book. Or could you commit to writing for 20 minutes a day, mm -hmm. right? And then just see what happens in a month, yeah. right? In a month, are you closer or are you further away? And then if it's not for you, it's not for you. But you just didn't let it stop with a thought. And oftentimes, we let things die as thoughts yeah. without ever putting any action behind it. Yeah, so the, the biggest word that I can think of right now, what you're talking about is experience. Yeah. You know, having, having the experience of doing something, yeah. right? And definitely doing something different. One of the big things that I'm doing right now is um, I'm time blocking to learn. Mm -hmm. And that's every day. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not four hours a day, but it might be just 45 minutes on a walk or whatever the case may be, because I'm, I'm consciously feeding myself. The second thing that I'm doing is I'm I'm putting myself in other areas where I can meet like minded individuals. Mm -hmm. and, and whether that is going to the Ritz Carlton, sitting in the lobby and working from there. Or that is, you know, just going to a library, sitting down, uh, reading and seeing what other people are in the, in the room are reading. Right. Because I'm, I'm trying to continue to learn. More importantly, I want to see what other people are doing. Are doing. Right. So I hear some, a couple of things like I'm, I'm, I'm like writing points if I was listening to this. So very first thing we said is we need to challenge your limits and beliefs. For sure. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I'm going to say, like, do something. Try try to say yes to something mm -hmm. once a week that you normally would have said no yes, to. Yes, right? that's a great one. Right? Yeah. Okay, then the second thing I heard you say was changing your environment. Definitely. Getting around something different, right? So if, if you are by humbug about your job, maybe you just try to work outside one day. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you try to, like for us, listen, y'all, when we moved to Texas, it was all the way up. Yeah. So, no shot. I mean, I love you, Chicago. However, <laughs> uh, my... Um, podcast host was like Chicago made you <sighs> maybe mm. um, but I really figured out who I was by shifting my environment mm -hmm. right I'm not mm -hmm. even gonna say Texas made me I was and then I told him I was like Jesus made me right but shifting environment was a game changer now I'm gonna say another one and then you also said education definitely, right definitely finding some some education and YouTube University is your friend mm -hmm. here's a very tangible thing which I think is so hard and it was so hard for me affirming yourself wow right yeah, yeah. affirming yourself what like we are our biggest critics we are you know the the worst friends to ourselves mm -hmm. what we say about ourselves um we probably would never say out loud yeah. to somebody else so finding words that now you can say to yourself you know for i believe in affirming yourself with scripture you know, that's one of the reasons why I love Peloton, because I'm getting a workout, but I'm also getting some sort of affirmation that I can walk away with. So it's OK to find something that you're saying to yourself all the time. One thing that I'm saying to myself right now, and I actually got it from Peloton, um, is that things are working out for me or things are aligning for me in in places and spaces that I cannot see. Wow. And I'm saying that because you know how sometimes it feels like you're doing work and you just want to pop off right now. Mm -hmm. And 
But we have to be believing instead of feeling like, oh, this is never going to happen. It's like, no, I'm going to continue to be consistent because things are aligning for me in spaces and places that I cannot see. So the more that I believe that, the more that I uh, remind myself that, the more I'm going to show up. And literally, I truly believe that God is working it out for me. I like that. I'm, let, let's, I'm, we're going to land a plane here. Um, I really like the the affirming. The affirmations. Uh, I want to speak to the people that think it's kind of crazy or weird, right? Kind of woohoo, right? To, to that talk was me. To I yourself. thought it was woohoo. Well, I think many people do, right? Yeah. Uh, they're talking to yourself or even writing on the mirror or something like that. Let's start with your thought. Mm-hmm. Um, change the way you think. I remember a couple of years ago, you. I don't know where you got this idea from, but every time you had a negative thought, you popped that rubber band. <laughs> remember? Mm-hmm. We don't have to go to that extreme. Uh, listen, but, but do that it. Was, no, no, I'm not, I'm, that was great for you. But yeah. you, but you, you're a couple of levels in, right? I'm just talking about for just the the, the regular person that are just just but trying. I feel like if you regular start there, because what it did was, <laughs> it was no, for real, because what it did, I had to pop the rubber band. So anytime a negative thought entered my head, mm-hmm. I would pop a rubber band. I kept a rubber band on my on arm. Your arm. I would pop it, and then I would switch it to the other thing. So there was like a physical sensation yeah. to show me, like, and I'm, and I'm not even negative about me. If I was like, "Ooh, who made the potato salad pop?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, I actually thought I thought that that was genius. Yeah, right? but I'm. <laughs> It, it worked for you. It did. I'm just thinking. It made me more conscious and aware. Yeah. So increasing your awareness, there I think, is what I hear you saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm just speaking to the the person that, um, and, and you're talking to somebody that recently, the last couple of years, got comfortable with praying out loud. Mm-hmm. Right? So it, it might be hard for a person to affirm themselves, what do they say, audibly. Yeah. Audibly. 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 Um, so just start with your thought, right? Anytime you have a negative thought to... Be conscious and correcting it, right? Yeah. We can start there, and then you can move to that to that next step. No, I love it. I love it. So, y'all, eagles, we hope that this was helpful for you, um, just to help you really begin the process of leveling up your mindset because you know what you can have all the money in the world you know we see people all the time that have all the things but just don't feel good about themselves and it shows up in business and in life so we want to help you do that and then also um, if you haven't already grabbed it yet we have a freebie um, of five habits that we think every entrepreneur should be doing every day Mm -hmm. you can catch that at eagletalkpodcast.com forward slash five habits yes you can catch that there All right, Eagles, you know what we need you to do. Go ahead and share, 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 share. Let's prove Glenn is wrong. Um, (laughs) He said that if Corey punched me in the eye, we would be. (laughs) We We would go viral. We would go viral by now. (laughs) So, you know, maybe we go act like he punched me in the eye or punched him. We got drama. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Um, But because we want to honor our mindset, even if it means that we grow a little bit slower, but we're so grateful to grow with you. Yep, we absolutely love these conversations and thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see y'all on the next one. All right, bye y'all. See y'all.